0: Now once again, here's Mark.
2: Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of ten o'clock. My name's Mark Salem, and we're here for the next two hours, whether you like it or not, talking about cars and car repair problems and stuff like that. It usually gets busy at the end of the show, about it between eleven forty-five and twelve. It gets kind of busy, but now the lines are wide open. There's five of them, six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty, six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. And you're welcome to grab them anytime you want. Well, there's four of us in here today. We got Kurt Rock from Kurt's Automotive, I-17, and Bell. We got Eric, who's some kid that he found on the side of the road one day and decided to teach him how to do oil changes. He's to my right. Then Alan, my son, who is like Eric, he's sitting (laughs) just uh, opposite of me. Uh, And God bless him. They're all, um, uh, Kurt, what do you think? The, they're learning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'd ever take our fill our shoes, Mark. Oh, you know, I don't know. That's a that's a good point. I don't know. Um, I don't know. He Alan has more diesel experience than anybody in our place, but that's pretty much all he works on. So if all of us were working on volvos, just volvos, we'd have the same skills that he has. But we're not. Um, and Eric, um, how long?
3: Are you still on probation? <laughs> Uh, I think it will be until he dies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He was talking about with the law, not oh, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh so you want to talk about that, then? <laughs> I don't ever get myself in trouble. You don't? Yeah. It's a figment of your imagination. Mine? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't think it's mine. <laughs> I think
2: Kurt's over there with his thumbs up. Oh, gosh. So anything new in your world? Anything you fixed that's special that nobody else could fix? Uh, well... Any of the three of you, if you guys can wake up? Yeah.
3: No, it's 10 o'clock, and it's Saturday. We don't wake up yet. Yeah. Okay. Alan?
4: No, we always fix stuff that people can't fix. Get your <laughs> mic a little closer.
3: You can always
2: That's fix it? what we it? do. Okay. Well, I do know that we had um, Daryl's truck come in not too long ago, and they, I think the estimate was like blower ball joints and half the front end? Yeah. Okay. And so what did you find?
4: Lower ball joints and half most of the front end. (laughs) Uh, That's a great answer. Uh, Your your time is real short here. (laughs) Nah, it was that. In addition, we had a body mount that was bad. We had the the ball joint on the uh, track bar was bad. Just
2: bunch front end work. Okay, and then there was a leak. Something with to do with the leak, or uh, there was something that he didn't even know about.
4: Oh yeah, the CCV filter had never been changed, and it had burst at the seams and was. You know, puking oil out down the back of the engine and stuff. Okay, so what's the CC crankcase ventilation filter? Okay, basically it uh, allows the engine to to vent, but it grabs all the uh, oil and contaminants that comes out of the engine into a okay. filter that needs to be changed.
2: And what's the
4: what's the time frame on that? It's different. I know Dodge is sixty seven thousand five hundred right on the nose. Um, it comes on. The message comes on. Um, I don't know what
3: Ford's is to be honest with you. I can tell you that if they don't service it and They'd have run it out of oil. They're buying an engine. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we got one there now. It was right at just under 90,000 miles, and they ran it out of oil. No kidding. Because of the
4: CCV? Uh Uh-huh. I had one here on Friday with 240 on it. Never been done.
3: Huh. Still, It it burst, though, and it was just running oil out of it. Uh, Dodge or Ford? Ford.
4: Oh, okay, Yeah.
2: Yeah. What do you think, son?
3: Ford? We're just talking about <laughs> Ford right now.
2: I
4: mean, that's the, the rest of I the show. one I have Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, can,
2: we can. All right, so what was that Ford? Was it a, the, the newer model? Yeah, 6.7. 6.7? Six, seven. It was a
5: 15, wasn't it, Eric?
2: No, it was a 19. 19. Ooh. Ooh. How much was it? He You he got an idea
3: what the motor was? Mm, I bet you it's 20. Eric? I think we're up around 25, actually. Yeah, okay. I was going to say at least All 20. Right. Are you guys, how many miles do I have on it? Under 90. Under
5: 90, 80-some. And it's a 19? Yeah. Wow. It's a flatbed, so he's he's probably working it, yeah, I would assume.
2: Yeah, so if you're going to, I can understand the 20 to 25, because more than likely you're going to do belts and hoses and all that kind of stuff Mm. just because of the 120,000 miles on it. Mm -hmm. Holy mackerel, that's a tough lesson. Yeah. (laughs) Did he use any bad words at all when you told him? Or did he already know when it was telling totally I don't open?
5: know. I think he's still in the hospital. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we haven't
5: heard from him. <laughs>
3: oh, something about still owing, you know, $40,000 on the truck and you got no choice at that point. It worth,
4: it worth nothing as it sits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the truth. We well, see that a lot, especially with the 6 O's. You know, people finance these things. You know, and they owe fifteen on it. Uh, head gaskets are blown. You're you're staring at a twelve ten twelve thousand dollar face bill in the face. What do you do? I mean, the truck isn't worth anything as it sits because it's got it won't run. You can't sell it. You owe twelve on it. The only it thing needs, I need, it needs twelve.
5: The only thing I can think of is a fire. Uh, Seriously, a, a flood is way too. <laughs> Wait <hard>. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> are we
2: talking about breaking the law already? <laughs> no, a legal fire. Oh, a legal fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. Well the answer to the question is is don't buy a six <laughs> oh <laughs> that's the real issue right there. Don't ever buy a six oh. You you the the story about the six oh that I was involved in is a friend of mine bought fleet vehicles for a huge mining company. And I don't know, they bought a hundred of those six and they had overheat problems, they had water in the oil, they had all the stereotypical things and they would take it in and they did heads and they did this and they did that. And they finally, obviously they were a big company. I can't name who they are. But they just returned them all. Well, They just said, here, they're all yours. We're not going to do this anymore. You guys haven't fixed it. Head bolts, all kinds of stuff. So today, Alan, we know it's what?
4: Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I well, thought it was there, some of the coolers and one, stuff. There's not one thing. Okay, is there yeah.
2: a common thing?
4: There's ten common things. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. The six leaders. Fick them. Okay. You've got standpipe tubes. You've got oil rail nipples. You've got injectors. You've got turbo VGTs. You've got engine oil cooler. You've got uh, uh, EGR, EGR cooler. Cool. You've got high-pressure oil pump.
2: I mean, all of that you know, stuff. All that stuff. It's not at once. It's The menu is one or two of those. It's not anybody that typically, comes in with it. Yeah, okay.
4: typically you got inner, you, got inner, you got under the manifold, and then you've got under the valve covers, and then you've got kind of all the rest of the stuff, which is your
2: ficum. You know your stuff like that. Fickum, tell fuel them injection
4: right. control module.
2: Okay, all right. We can't talk code here. We have to. All right. So when they when they come in, is there different symptoms with each one of those? Um, valve covers.
4: No, under the valve covers. I so fuel stuff. Um, yeah, there's different for all of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: So the symptoms, you really kind of point you in the right direction. Yeah. Okay. How about the 602 I may not have given that number. Oh, 602 508 is the number if you have a car question. So what about the ones that come in? To me, the biggest headache is, is somebody comes in and tells us to do this for their car because the kid at AutoZone said so. <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen? Uh, too much. Uh, it, Alan? Happened this week. Yeah. I mean, I can... Right off the bat. Okay, so... Based on our experience, how many years' experience? Uh, Wow, 40. Okay. That's 80. Uh,
4: tw- Probably 25.
2: Okay. So that's 105. 20, just a little. Uh, okay. Under 21, yeah. Okay. So we're talking about one hundred and twenty-five. 25
4: makes me 16, which is 80. when I started working there.
2: I didn't call you on that. You gave me a, you gave me a stupid look. <laughs> no, I, that's, I did. that's Mark's standard look. <laughs> <But> you <laughs> gave me a stupid look. Listen, you can't count time when you were a kid <laughs> with no whiskers picking up cigarette butts in the parking lot.
4: You said experience. That's automotive in-shop experience. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, picking up the trash. <laughs>
4: the well, you didn't specify. I've been in the shop for 25 years.
2: Nevertheless, the the problem, the universal agreement is is the oh. worst thing you can do is come in and tell us what it is. They don't know yeah. what. Tell us what to fix. Now, how many times are they right? Uh, hold on, Eric. Or ho- Eric, first. How many times are they right? Or even close to the
3: same? I'd say... Forty-ish percent, or okay. something. How about you?
4: I don't, I, I don't, I don't know that I can measure it like that because I, I look at it a little bit different. Guy came in this week and said, "Check my brakes." Okay, no problem. You know, check the brakes. Check the brakes. Oh, okay. they're all good. Seven thirty seconds, eight thirty seconds. He gets in his car and calls and goes, "This thing is still vibrating while I stop." Well, that's not what you said. <laughs> 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 you didn't say you have a, a pulsation when you stop. You said check the brakes. Yeah. So he was trying to outsmart us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't, I don't know, but I would somewhere in that neighborhood when okay, they do Kurt, dictate the repair.
5: I was going to go with about twenty five percent of the and, time. And so was I. I was but gonna... you know, we may have a better uh, three whiskered kid on our end of town than you do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't
2: know about <laughs> that. <laughs> okay, Gil, who we got? We have Ray. Ray, good morning. How can we help you?
6: Okay, good. I was listening to all your stuff, and it's interesting to hear you guys talking bits back and forth. Here's my issue: I have a two thousand and three. Ford Explorer V8, purchased new uh, back in 2003, got 143,000 miles on it. We've kept it well-maintained and always had it checked and everything. And we've driven it across country from the East Coast three times, uh, back and forth. And this year, we drove out again from the East Coast. And we had no issues until we actually got off the highway about a month ago in Peoria. And what it was was when we started to slow down to a stop, we could hear a thud with a little bit of a jolt at about... 15 to 25 miles an hour or so. so um when we stopped using i shouldn't say stop but we had it in the garage for a little while took it out when we've taken out the last couple times it, it that sound does not occur until we've probably driven about five to ten miles of driving before it starts to occur and it isn't in all instances if i slow down very carefully with a slow deceleration, it doesn't occur. But if I do more of a quick or hard stop, it does occur. Now, um, before driving an Audi year, I do have my auto shop in Connecticut, check the car out. And interesting enough, this year I mentioned that I had a noise at 55 miles an hour on the highway that would just be there between 55 miles an hour, plus or minus a few, and then go away. So when they checked it out, they ended up, they replaced the differential, which took care of the noise. They did some rear brakes and some rear axle bearings. But um, another thing I did was when I got here, I looked underneath the back end, and I did see a bit of liquid spatter up on the spare tire and just in front of where the differential is. When I called the shop, the um, owner said, well, when they filled up the differential case, In cold weather, what may have happened is it may have expanded a bit in the warm weather, and some of the liquid leaked out. He said he didn't think that that was related, the thud was related to it. Okay,
2: okay, okay. Um, As far as the differential excuse, i got to jump on that first. Him guessing is as stupid as the customer's guessing, (laughs) okay? You you can't take that. You have to go get it checked. Is is the vent puking oil out of it? Uh, Is it too full? Is the rear cover leaking? Whatever. But he's okay. no better at telling you what's wrong than I would if I was in Phoenix and you were back east. Let's yeah. go with the clunk. Let me ask you a question. So you're coming to a stop, and there's kind of an abrupt thump. Does it does it appear to be transmission-related? Can you feel it with the seat of your pants, anything?
6: Yeah, we can feel it a bit. And as I say, it's in that, I, when I've been more noticeable of it, it's in about the 20, 15 to 20-mile-an-hour area of the Okay, you know, Eric, yeah,
3: I, there's three things that come to mind. Okay, uh, he's got a little bit of mileage on it. He could have a uh, shift downshift pattern that's mm-hmm. learned a little wrong or something. needs service or something and reset. He might have a U joint starting to go bad because he just talked about having diff out, so they got to pull drive shaft. if he moved the U joint, mm-hmm. bound it up or something. We could have a that should cause vibrations other times, but it could still be do it. Or they could have got ring and pinion set wrong if they just redid the rear diff. And we're we're feeling that on a, on a brush because as the it downshifts, it's going to jar on that drive shaft. So,
2: are you with him? I'm I'm with him on that. I okay. was thinking right along them lines. All right, I'm with the downshift too. That and and here's what I want you to do. I want you okay. to drive it and manually take control of the transmission. Does that make sense? I want you to start in low and then yank, click up, click up. You can keep the the uh, the. Uh, have have you got the
3: overdriver lock button on your sh- uh shifter
6: you know i'm not sure uh of that the, um
3: all right, right. Yeah, there should be a man, there should be a manual way to go down each gear right. as he slows down and do it himself instead of. So that's that's what you
2: really need to do. You need to be able to duplicate it, and if you can go in and say, "Hey, if I manually take control of the shift, it doesn't happen," and then when I let the tr- the truck make its decision, then it does happen, and it only happens cold or hot. That's the kind of stuff that we need. Yeah, that'll yeah. help. That'll help a lot. Six zero two five eight zero nine sixty six zero two five eight zero nine sixty. We'll be right
7: back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago. Helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality, we have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one-half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday. 7:30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you.
0: Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7.
7: Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants
0: her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985.
7: A metathesis reaction?
0: Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect
1: parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids in the Ad Council.
0: You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The
2: Patriot. Two minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here talking about cars with Kurt and Eric, and they're from Kurt's Automotive in uh, Bell and I-17. Real quick, though, we all talked at the break, and so the question is, is we all had some kind of an idea of what it might be with respect to race car. Yeah. Eric. If you drove it, could you tell what's wrong with it?
3: You could tell where it's, what area is coming from okay,
2: yeah. now Alan, yeah, drive it mm-hmm. Kurt, I believe so. okay, and then we talked about um, ring and pinion lash. Mm-hmm. We talked about suspension shift, we mm-hmm. talked about down shifting mm-hmm. so but the real key here is is we think we're pretty sure we could I, I diagnose it. Yes. Okay, all right, and Ray, if you're still listening, get a hold of Eric at Kurtz Automotive. He'll take it for a drive um, for free, and then if it's not anything more, he'll fix it for free. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he asks nice, he might buy
4: you lunch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's that's a good close. Hey, I Eric, thought. I want the company credit card. Back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Action Auto Repair down the street from you, I-17 in Deer good Valley. Guys. It's a full service, family-owned auto repair shop, Deer Valley since '83. Tom's got ASE Master Certified Technician and I'm going to key off what you just said. You guys are competitors. You just said he's a good guy. Yes, he is. That's what's best about our industry. Yeah. The worst is is the guys that just badmouth everybody yeah. in the world. But it's nice to hear that what you just said. Let's go to the phones. Rob, you're up next, Rob. Hi, how are you guys doing? Well, we're a little onry and a couple of us have been drinking, but I'm <laughs> not going to tell you who that is. Well, happy Saturday to you. Hey, <laughs> I fell
8: into... I fell into guardianship of a 1970 Ford F100, okay, and it's in perfect condition, just about. I got a main bearing leak, but that's about it. And it's been painted by a second-rate paint shop okay. before. the The question, is, the thing is, is I want to get it restored to its original 1970 glory, the glory okay. days of the muscle uh, machines. Uh, and I'm looking for a shop. I'm not a car guy, but I am a car guy. I appreciate cars, but I don't have the tools or the time to work on them myself.
2: Okay, it's going to make a difference. Factory fresh means one thing, but if you're going to turn it into a hot rod with fuel injection and all that kind of stuff is another. But what I heard you say is you wanted to take it back the way it came off the showroom floor.
8: Yes, sir. With, with a few safety additions, I want to, I want to get uh, uh, disc brakes and power brakes put on it, okay. of course, and uh, power steering.
2: Okay. Now, we have these come in just like you have, yeah. and what we insist is, is they've been sitting for a long time, it's we got to get them to start, run, and stop first. Mm-hmm. That's all there is yeah. to it. <laughs> we got I got that going. I got <laughs> okay. that going. I'm taking right. it to work about twice a week. You got anybody in your part of town? Oh. What? All right, you think about it. Yeah, I'll I got to think. Blackwell, 40th Street in yeah, Glendale. Yeah, that's, that's probably the closest. Yeah. 40th, not Glendale, 40th Street in Greenway. Yeah. Tom Blackwell. Tell him you have a $4,000 coupon from Salem off of the repair. <laughs> Salem? Salem, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom is really good at what you're talking about. Um, I had an old Chevy pickup not too long ago that had a bunch of problems. We were too busy to take care of it. I shipped it up there. The lady thinks he walks on water. He just did a Firebird with the eagle on the hood. He did it for free for a veteran. He's not going to do yours for free, Bob. But he's he's somebody you need to talk to. I think he's going to have to schedule you, but I think he's the best one for you. And and this cat's name's Tom? Tom Blackwell, and his shop is Blackwell Automotive. Okay? Okay. All right. Good hey, luck. thank you so much. You betcha. You're welcome. Uh, Bob, you're up next. Bob, how can we help you?
8: Morning, guys. Do you guys come across many people that are unhappy with the plastic uh, canister filters, you know, that oil filters that they're putting on new cars now?
3: I, I don't know that anybody's really... Yeah, smart. I haven't. Alan? I...
4: You you talking about the the canister type or I mean we we see a lot of the the caps break and leak but I don't I don't know about yeah, that
8: Yeah, right exactly. You you got to have that big lug that oh. big plastic cuz there's a company I came across Baxter Performance USA okay. and they make an adapter where you can un- take off that plastic canister and put on an adapter where you can go back to a regular old spin-on filter.
4: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
8: But I wonder if you heard anything about them or not.
4: Never, for us, it's kind of a need. Uh, You know, if it doesn't, if it's not a need for us, if we were stripping two of these a week, then that's one thing. But for us, you know, we kind of go off of work off of need. If it's something we see that needs it, I'll look for uh, a product that fills that need. But. Never been a huge issue for us. And if
2: if it's been hammered on and somebody <laughs> used a pipe yeah. wrench on it and all that kind of stuff, typically the path of least resistance is just get another one from the factory or from mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But if you want to do that, the only thing I'd do is, is I'd type it into the Internet and I'd put the word reviews after it. And go to their website or go to Google or go to Yelp or whatever just to make sure that... He's got at least four stars for this product, or he has four stars for all of his redesigned products, and that will give you some comfort. And then I'd say go ahead if that makes you happy. The spin-ons are nice now. Is this going to put the spin-on face down? If he it takes sounds that, sounds like that's, that's what it sounds, sounds, like. Like. It sounds yeah. like. Yeah. If if the if the dome on the oil filter is twelve o'clock, and the gasket is sealing at the at the six o'clock position. It's going to be an ugly change. There's going to be a little bit of leakage. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of oil somewhere, and you'd probably have to take a large beach towel from the house and wrap it around that housing in order to gather up yeah, all of that. Yeah. Now, if you really want to make a mess, poke a hole in the top of the filter first. Yeah. And, that, and that, that'll give it a vent to just really gush. That would be the only downside. Right? Yeah. That'd be the only downside. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck to you, Bob. That's a great question. I don't know if we had that before. Although, I think you'll both agree, all three of you, there are places in a car we can improve. Yes. Yes. There's lots of parts that we can make better than what it came with that'll last longer that's that's kind of a redesign stuff like that so if you think of one we're going to talk about that on the other end but the lines are wide open 602 508 0960 602 508 0960 kurt and eric are here eric is kurt's right hand um and then Kurt's drug around the office by his wife, and she's actually the big king of the shop. Alan's my son. Um, we, we're down here at Warner and I-10, and Kurt's Automotive is up at I-17 and Bell Road. And we've dealt with you guys for many years. Yes. and And, again, you guys have been heroes because you're way north of us, and we've sent cars to you. And the one that stands out the most is the lady who needed an engine, and you put an oil pressure switch in it. That was... That was, that was so, we, first of all, she was really happy with you, but I think I got a little bit of the attaboy of sending it to you, but the whole, the whole thing on the phone was no engine clatter, red light, red oil light on, no engine clatter, and she didn't know if anybody had pulled the dipstick. They just said that the oil light means it needs a motor. Yeah. And I think you guys did you do it? Would you have done a manual oil pressure test? I think Eric done a manual check on it just to okay. verify. So pull the uh, pull the pressure switch out. Yep. Screw in a gauge. Yep. And look at it to see if it has sufficient oil pressure. So the low side is what?
3: Twenty mm, ish. Okay. That's and the typical. high side.
2: Sixty. Okay. So that's the range for just about every car. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Six hundred two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Kurtz Automotive is represented here. My name's Mark Salem. Alan's my son. Well, sometimes I'll admit that, but (laughs) not always. 602-508-0960.
9: It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and body work. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutobodyinc.com.
1: Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or Russian, but thought it would be too difficult and time-consuming? Then go to Babbel.com and try it for free. Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you will actually use. In 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel uses a modern conversation-based technique that makes language engaging, fun, and memorable. Language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babel for free at Babel.com. Just go to Babel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babel.com. B A B B E L.com.
0: They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us. But our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming.
3: We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they
1: got to try to find a boogeyman. Brave socialism. They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech. Right? I call this diet fascism. They say you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety.
5: Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for a political gain. This was never about. What was best for the American people Never about honest policy disagreement It was about preventing President Trump From getting any credit It was about politics
0: Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw Really the conservative voice has never been stronger 960 The Patriot A voice that speaks for you
3: when I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital.
9: Today, one out of thirteen children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one third of all emergency room visits.
10: I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant
3: On my chest, a little whistle sound comes out when I breathe.
9: But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many.
3: I feel like a fish with no water.
9: Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station.
11: All about that demon, Aldi-mobile, the automobile, the monster with the polyglass wheels.
2: Three minutes after the hour. Um, actually, no, it's thirty-four minutes after the hour. Of, uh, I guess I should push all the buttons instead of just yeah. talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixteen. Let me tell you real quick about. Um, Auto Dynamics, Sun City's largest and most trusted uh, automotive shop for complete repairs. Family owned and operated since 1982. I've known Chuck Knighty since 1979. So I know the family and I know that their staff and their technicians are good. So if you're in Sun City, the only shop I can recommend is Automotive Dynamics. Okay, Mike, you're up first. How can we help you? Uh,
12: yes, I've got that 2000 Grand Cherokee Laredo that's been sitting in my garage for the last or five years and uh i want to put it back to the 2000 look okay. um transmission needs to be replaced and uh some things like that uh in the uh queen creek area you know anybody that'd
6: be good to take it to
2: this is always a tough question for me yes yeah. um i'm picking uh, really good shops from all over the valley. Um, And although people have accused me of this as being some kind of a uh, self-serving thing, I don't have anybody south of the river except me. And we're over on Warner and I-10, and we'd be happy to help you. You're certainly welcome to talk to a couple of auto parts stores. Sometimes they'll tell you about a shop that buys lots of parts. And that might be their motivation, but that's okay if you get the same name. Hey, who pays their bills, who doesn't try the parts, and then brings them back? Because <laughs> they're trying, you know, it's, it's it has this, oh, it isn't, and then they return it. So who pays their bill, who who's, who we sell parts to, and they don't return them. And uh, generally, who's who's doing a good job fixing cars? So you could check a couple of auto parts stores and uh, and maybe find somebody in your area. But um, I'm sorry. The closest one I have to you is in Mesa, way up on Main Street in Stapley. That's Thompson's Auto Repair. But he's the only one on the east side of the valley that uh, I have a pretty stringent filter. So um, some of them don't make the filter. So that's the best I can do, Mike. I'm sorry. and. Anyway, thank you. Uh, the name of our shop is Salem Boys, and uh, you can look it up on the phone book or whatever. And if we fit your bill, then that's fine. And if not, then uh, the auto parts stores is a great place to go. Let's move on to Daryl. Daryl, good morning.
11: Good morning. How's it going, sir?
2: Good. We're behaving ourselves, and none of us have uh, any bruises.
11: Well, all right. Check this one out. It's driving me crazy. I got a 2006 sil- Chevy Silverado. 4x4 gas motor, The was it 5.3 or 5.6? I can't, I never remember that.
3: 5.3, five, five yeah.
11: yeah. Okay, now I got a check engine light that, that comes on, but it, it corrects itself. It comes on, it flashes, it can stay on for maybe 50 miles, and it goes off. I took it down to AutoZone or some of the other uh, places. Uh, uh, I... uh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> stop, on. right? No, 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 I'm not going to no, stop, sorry. okay? No, you're
2: going to stop, okay? You're stopping. And we're not going to listen to a three-whiskered kid from one of the auto parts store with a scanner that costs 20 bucks that plugs into your car and tells everybody what to buy. That's not the case. Eric, how many O2 sensor codes are actually the O2 sensor?
3: Oh, about one in ten. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, how many different codes can we have? That that uh, a, a, a lean O2 sensor code, a vacuum leak. I yeah. mean, there's a hundred different things that can cause that a rich yeah. condition, on the O2 sensor. The air filter's plugged yeah. up. So, um, tell us what the code is. That's all I want to know.
11: Oh, okay. I do not have the code number. May I? I now that I've been demasculated.
5: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said it flash, wow. Mark. Yeah, that, it's what, a misfire what, what, code. What, what, okay. that's a
11: right. misfire code. What, 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 it flashed. I'm okay. Gonna, so I'm, I'm going to start my beer run early.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. All right. So if Annie, it, uh, Annie, I missed Annie, the part Annie, about Annie. flashing. The flashing, <laughs> if it comes on and goes okay. off and flashes. Okay. Now, they usually...
11: if, I'm co- if I'm coasting down a hill, it will flash. And then as I get down to the bottom, it will go off. If I go up the hill sometimes, then I, I don't race it. It can come on. Sometimes it will stay on. It will actually... Sometimes around town, it will actually go into uh, a limp
2: mode. Okay. we we have to we have uh, Eric. Is there a chance in hell you're going to be able to fix this with the information he's got? I, okay. No,
3: I'm I'm going back to the flashing light. That's the okay. the best symptom he's given me so far. Okay, and and anybody else at the table? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's a misfire.
2: Uh, well, he's got we, a misfire. We got to go in and we got to find the misfire. So. Give me two examples of the misfire. Uh, along those, lifters are very common. Okay. And, and ign- ignition coils? Yeah, ignition yeah. coils. Okay. Spark plugs? Spark plugs. Okay. Injectors. Injectors. Fuel injector band? Okay. So that's what we got. We yeah. got one cylinder that isn't cooperating, and so we can be missing too much air. Too little fuel, <laughs> a too, bad much fuel. Pack, <laughs> too much coil pack, too much fuel—we got all of that. Yeah. So a yeah. tailpipe examination might help you if you can get it to in the bay. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to drive it till it gets worse and easier to find. Yeah. Um. So that's it. But again, it's it's just too vague. Um. But they give them a flavor of yeah. what we actually look for. Bob, you're up next. How can we help you?
12: Yeah, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. You I've, bet. I've got an '06. 06 GMC, the small V8, what's
3: okay. that, the
12: 4.8. 4, 4.8? Yep. 4.8. And I've had it into two different shops. The first shop, uh, I just wasn't able to leave it with them because I was out of town and had to uh, return back to Phoenix. He diagnosed it as a miss on the eighth cylinder. I took it to a shop here in Phoenix, had them change the plugs, the wires, Check checked uh, all the ignition, and they told me that I needed to mill the head or replace the engine. So I immediately paid okay. the bill with them and retrieved my truck.
2: Okay, we're going to have to take a break. Right, I you stay right advise, there. Go ahead and say that last sentence again. Okay. Uh, I, I we, do
12: have a code. It's the PO300 code. Okay. On the that's diagnosis. multiple
2: misfire. Okay. Random, random misfire. Okay, we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere, Bob. The rest of you, 602, 508, 0960. We want your making and model and symptoms. You're making and- I like a bed that's
9: really
7: firm.
2: I
9: need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the sleep number 360 smart bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your sleep number setting. Can
7: it really help me fall asleep faster?
9: Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly
6: comfortable. Sleep number. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special save 50 percent on the sleep number 360 limited edition smart bed plus special financing on all smart beds ends monday to learn more go to sleepnumber.com special financing subject to credit approval minimum monthly payments required see store for details
0: take the patriot with you wherever you go the 960 the patriot mobile app your alexa tune in iheart and radio.com it's your voice of reason 24 7
7: they just told us right away that we're gonna house you we're gonna feed you and Every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of.
4: They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on
2: the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical.
9: At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food. Because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live.
8: Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude. And our patients come from all over the world.
6: When we come here, they told me, don't worry,
12: everything's been taken care of. We can never repay St. Jude for what they've given us.
5: Because of you.
12: Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you.
5: There is St.
11: Jude.
7: We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology.
12: We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds.
2: We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission, more than 300,000 of us working as one together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there.
1: We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united, stand with us in caring for our veterans.
2: Well, welcome back, everybody. Um, what do you want me to push? Turn off the speaker so we don't get feedback. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm frazzled today. <laughs> I'm telling you what. I'm frazzled. Okay, um, let me talk about Blackwell Automotive. We already did 40th Street and Greenway. Um, Tom's been out of jail, what, two years? And and (laughs) he's really good at what he does. He does the old cars. He really does a good job with the old cars. I'm not quite, I should have said something, but I'm not quite sure that he doesn't have a backlog right now. Yeah. And so if that's the case, then it's the case, and and they can do it. Okay, we're going to go back to Bob, who had an 06 GMC. He has a 4.8 liter, and he has a PO 300. We're going to talk about it. 06? Yeah. 06.
3: 06.
4: Uh, what year did they start the DOD? I thought oh, it was 05,
3: 07. 06, 07. I don't remember. Okay. Okay, anyway. we'll talk
2: about both of them. Now, the Young Bucks are going to discuss this. Um, uh, Eric, <laughs> you go first. Well,
3: is Bob still there? Yeah, he's still here. Yeah. The, uh, what, symptoms, what symptoms do you have, Bob? Do you have any noises? Any rough running? No. When does it act up?
12: Only at idle, it it has a rough idle. But when I'm running down the highway, you can't fill up a, a miss or anything.
2: Okay. Okay. And is the, any... en- the
12: check engine li- the check engine light uh, came on, so I immediately had it diag- the okay. diagnostic done.
2: Okay. We, we I don't just care fuel additive. Okay. We none of that matters. We want to have talk with you. Yeah. Okay. We want to we want to talk okay. about symptoms. Go. Okay. Um, hang on. I lost the
3: mic. Okay. Something happened. Oh, there, oh, there you I go. am. All right, you're something back in. I'm back in. All right. Um, yeah, what he's describing there is it's it's leaning, rich it up on that cylinder or not firing the coil or something. So I mean, we need a little more detail, but no engine noise is a good thing because the bad side of this there, there was engine noise with it ticking, running all the all the time down the road. We'd be talking more internal stuff, but this seems to be more external, so it should be easier to find and fix. Alan. I think he's in the very beginning, beginning stages of lifter issues, okay. um,
4: a slight misfire at idle. That's where it typically starts is you okay. get a rough idle. Um, but it could be. I mean, it could be a you know, coil pack going on. It could be a plug or a uh, clog fuel injector. But typically we see – ever had any traction control or ABS codes or lights? No. No, never? Okay. Just okay well That's just important the, just the, just,
12: the, just the engine – I mean, the engine light does come on.
2: Yeah, okay, no, well, yeah. We, we, we got not. that. Yeah, well here the reason why we, we have questions and the answers are kind of important. Alan, explain why you ask him about the ABS light.
4: When these when these things get really bad, the engine will actually misread the misfire as a as an as an abs code it will uh think that it, and, and it will throw a traction control or a stability track or an abs light because it will the misfire will be so bad it will disrupt the signal from the abs sensor so you'll get those you'll get those uh so that's why i asked that uh, yeah. that's usually in the latter stages when it gets okay. real bad
2: when the abs is activated the car shakes because there's application of the brakes and on application of the brakes and so that can sometimes be misinterpreted as an engine miss. As, as, so it's really hard to tell a customer, you've got an ABS code or an ABS light, but we're really going to have to work on the engine. Yeah. Now, you were saying that he, it, because it came and go, that that's going to eliminate what? Where? Which direction were you going in?
3: Well, the, with it happening most at idle, that's when you have uh, more dependence on your vacuum. Uh, intake leak could be more effective on it. Um, your your lifter lift usually, if you're starting to like get a, a flat lobe on a cam or something, you got enough air at idle because you don't need much. But under higher load, that's usually when it misses. If you're starting to wear on a cam, things like that. So okay. it's 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 possible he could have a lifter or a valve starting to act up. The beginning. The beginning stages, but usually there's some other noises or symptoms that go with it.
2: Okay, so what we got is we got a camshaft that starts wearing the lobe. Mm-hmm. So, the cam shaft's coming apart. It's going to take the lifter with us. And as that happens, the valve no longer opens its full stroke. Right. So, the, because the valve.
4: It works in reverse. Okay. The lifter takes out the cam. Okay. Yeah. It, that's right. okay. No, yeah, right, yeah. yeah, just.
2: So, the lifter causes the cam to deteriorate. The cam has got a lobe on it. So, as the lobe rolls around, it pushes on the lifter. The lifter pushes on the push rod. The push rod goes to the, to the valve rocker and so forth and so on. Yeah. So, what we've got here is we've got a disconnect down there at the camera the lifter and and that's going to cause the valve to change and that's going to cause a symptom that diagnosis could you you two guys drive it and come to that conclusion
3: mm, that'd be it, tough
2: yeah okay you'd so have, what's the first step in the diagnostic process
3: you're a running compression test
2: okay okay so plug in a scanner
3: yeah and and, and uh, some pressure sensors into the cylinder
2: okay and so then just run it yeah okay alan
3: you know, I don't know the
4: answer to that. Uh, what? I mean, I know that we diagnose them a lot, but
2: would there be? A, could you do an oil contamination and find a metal in the oil? You could, but di-
4: that's pretty. That's pretty far along. Okay, that would be. Pretty, and if, if it, were, and a lot of times too, you'll get a lifter, but it'll be so soon that it won't have done the cam yet. It won't okay. have damaged the cam yet. And okay. if you had
5: a valve not seating right in that one cylinder, like it'd been running lean, and it. was... Waving a little bit, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have anything in your oil from that.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, when the lifter and the and the uh, the lifter and the cam start wearing, what's that symptom going to sound like? A lot of noise. Yeah. So we're going to go into a lot of noise. Yeah. Misfire. Then the two of you, what's the what's the repair? Is it a camshaft and all the lifters? Yes. Yes. Okay. And worst that's, case. All right. So worst case scenario, and give me a
3: range. Mm, three to five. You. I was thinking more like. Four to seven.
2: Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. And and that's not unusual because he he may not have the stuff you have, and yeah. you may be playing on the the conservative well, side. I usually
3: say
4: that too because uh, I, three is more like just the lifters, whereas five is more like just the cam. It's yeah. kind of the way I looked at it. But yeah, okay. he, he, it's it, it's expensive.
2: The four to seven is going to cover all the options, including yeah. a valve job because you got to mm-hmm. pull the heads on there. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. And the funny part is, is they still to this day haven't changed that.
2: And so that we're talking about oh six oh sevens. Yeah, and nineteen. So,
4: we just did a yeah. nineteen with. They still haven't to Same this design. day have not changed that.
2: You know, I don't believe you guys. Chevrolet's never done anything <laughs> wrong in its whole it's, life. It's it ridiculous. was an ex Ford engineer that went to work for. Oh, <laughs> that is Does that make you feel better, Mark? That, yeah. All you know right, what's well. going to make me feel better? Oh. We're going to go take care of Rhonda. <laughs> 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 you know, I want to tell you something. Dealing with women is just a lot easier than those hairy-chested guys. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just a lot easier. They are so good about symptoms. But Mark. when they said my husband said, that's when I, your eyes glaze over. Okay, Ronna. You're, Ronna, you're up.
10: Well, how do you know I don't have a hairy chest?
2: <laughs> um, that's... You know, I'm not touching that. <laughs> okay. I, I want to tell you something. If you're a woman and you got a hairy chest, I'll pay to see it. Okay.
10: <laughs> um, actually, I'll... I'm calling... I'm calling about my uh, 14 Ford Flex. Okay. I love my car. It runs great. The problem I have is the sync stereo system, and I wanted to talk to somebody that wasn't trying to sell me something.
4: Okay. What problem are you having with it?
10: Uh, everything. It's hard <laughs> to connect. Sometimes I can't. I can't connect at all. It if I if I have my phone connected and. Stop the car, go inside somewhere for 20 minutes or so, get back in the car. It won't reconnect. I've done the upgrade. And the Have update. you had it back to I'm, the, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. No, I've not had it back to the dealer. At this point, I'm wondering if I can just replace it with something that is similar without losing the backup camera and all the other good stuff.
4: Well, the answer to that question is yes, but but let me, get, let me jump back here for a second. There is a ton okay. – and tons and tons of updates for those sync systems. Um, they're hard to do. It's not just one of the over-the-air updates. It's going with the scan tool and actually do it yourself. Before I spend a bunch of money on replacing that head unit and all the modules and all the sync stuff to, to make that thing sync, I would definitely uh, find someone, well, a, a dealer or, or, or a third-party shop that can actually go in there and update that because the sync is very difficult to do it. Not everyone can do it. And it fixes ninety nine percent of the problems.
2: So, who would you okay. suggest? Who do you know that can handle that?
4: Uh, well, we could do it here, but I don't. I mean, other than that, a dealer. I don't know what everybody else. How about could. you guys,
2: North? Yeah, we we have the capability. Okay, so you got that. Bell and I seventeen, and you got Warner and I ten, and so give me a, Both of you think of a number, Alan. You first. As little as is as, as much as I would say
4: three to five hundred.
2: Okay. There's,
4: there's something about it that makes it more expensive than a typical flash program, and I don't remember what that is. And a flash
2: program is the is the same as when you get onto your computer, there's an update available, and you pick the yeah. update, you walk away, there's all this screen stuff going on, and it's just getting new software. Yeah. What an update.
3: Yeah. You, I, I was I was okay. gonna say $200 to $300, all exactly. right, two to three
2: hundred. So you got a two to four hundred dollar spread there and it has everything to do with how long it takes and how many upgrades there are because the car needs monitoring during that period of time yeah. and nobody can open up the door nobody can do anything stupid yeah yeah we had a bmw okay. at the end the other day anyway uh, did i get you did did i yeah did I,
10: I have the same i have the same problem with the 2013 f-150 um and i've get i rent a lot of cars doing a lot of traveling and the fords are just terrible
4: they, yes they, they had a lot of issues with those but but like I said before, I promise you um I'd be willing to to, to bet that it's going um, to that, that a that a really good solid OEM you know yesterday's update will take care of all and your when
2: issues. he says OEM, it's in the cloud, but we have access yeah, to yeah. that, even though you know okay. we we do Chevy's and Fords and Toyotas and Hondas, we have access to the yes. same cloud. we pay a price, and so when we pay a price, that's going to be passed on to you. And so there's sure. access to the cloud that we do. Should she should she try another phone? Should she sync another phone?
4: No, I, I... Again,
2: there's lots of issues. We've seen this a bunch of times. Okay. You too, Eric? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we got the young bucks saying this. Kurt and I are just sitting here deciding what to go to for lunch, but uh, the young bucks have kind of handled that. Anyway, Rhonda, I am not. My wife just called, and she says, I'm not paying you to see your hairy chest. I just wanted to make that clear. (laughs) Okay.
10: Okay. Thank you for the advice. To me, that's a cheap price to pay to have it totally fixed and not have to mess with a new system. Yep. Try that first.
2: Thank you. You You're welcome. Oh, God. I'm going to get in trouble over all of that. I'm (laughs) telling you what. (laughs) That's okay, though. Trouble's my middle name. Okay, do we have anybody else, Gil? Okay, lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. We've got another hour of fun and frivolity, and another 60 minutes for Mark to get in more trouble. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Kurt and Eric from Kurt's Automotive, I-17 and Bell. And you're an ASE certified?
3: Yeah. Master? Master.
2: Okay, I'm a master? I'm a master. He's a master. And you've got? I am a
4: what is less than a master? Well, <laughs> Since. You're ASE certified. ASE yeah. certified. Yeah. yeah. You're just not a master. My my, my, my brain is like a like a grand master, but it's just oh. not the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't test well. Yeah. So, let's just put it that way. He's <laughs> a legend in his own mind. That's oh, right. <laughs> I, I,
2: I tell you what, you talk about pulling rabbits out of your hats. He's done that a couple of times. But like you said, I can't tell you how many camshafts. And, I mean, that's something that you can just bid in the parking lot. Yeah. It's just you. Just know you bid the worst case scenario, and you go from there. When you yep. do
4: to a month, it gets pretty simple. What's that? And when you do two a month, it, it gets pretty simple. And
2: this is a problem. This wear, abnormal wear between the camshaft and the lobe, which is in the center of the motor, deep within the motor. Yeah. So the the grill and the radiator and everything in front of it comes out. Yeah. The heads come off. The exhaust manifold. This isn't isn't an easy and thing this, to it do.
4: All stems from this. All stems from the uh, from the. Uh,
2: metallurgical no no ability. no no, no. Okay.
4: Uh, active fuel management yeah all if your car doesn't have it which i don't think any of them do, i don't think any of them don't have it but um <laughs> i i turn it off on all my cars i'll tell you that right now uh but the active fuel management is what causes this that's the root of this issue the loam, the variable yeah uh, variable displacement volume, deal yeah. variable yeah variable something yeah. oil displacement but um yeah, the uh, that that's what starts everything.
2: We're using oil pressure to disable some of the cylinders. Yep. And because we disable it, we can make a V eight run on four cylinders yep. or six cylinders, depending on the environment, depending on where their foot is at, depending on the road and the terrain, the wind, and all of that stuff. And so this active fuel management just says, okay, well, Alan's doing fifty one miles an hour. The road's flat he doesn't have the bed full of beer and a bunch of girlfriends in his truck Um, i'll get you in trouble but you'll get out of it i'm not worried and (laughs) and so we're going to kill a couple of cylinders to give him better fuel economy and are you going to feel that theoretically theoretically
4: uh you 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 can feel it but i will tell you this the ones that we disable and we disable a lot of them it's just a little plug two hundred dollar plug-in module people get better mileage and we've seen oil consumption issues mm-hmm. be fixed by those active fuel management uh, but, but by disabling that
2: okay give me the spread of years on the active fuel management on the gm i
3: Bob. think the so, current current
4: current
2: yeah. okay gas motors okay so the active fuel
3: control
4: active fuel management. management yeah i don't know or it's a dod displacement on demand yeah. i don't know which one is dodge GM.
3: dodge does it too and we've, we've done a bunch of deletes on those so yeah so you can take
2: that away mm-hmm. to ensure that that problem is not likely to return.
3: Yes. Right. Okay. Yes.
2: Six zero two We're going to be back with another hour of fun and frivolity. Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know. You're using big words. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I can't spell it, so I can't say it. So we'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> Mark Salem right here.